Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature, they'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal is not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign up at HomeTitleLock.com and use the promo code Sean, S-E-A-N. Who does Sean Hannity choose when diversifying his savings with gold and silver? None other than the top-rated precious metals company, Gold Co. Gold Co. is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner with thousands of five-star reviews, and they've helped tens of thousands of Americans place over $2 billion in gold and silver. They're Sean Hannity's top choice. And right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. Go to HannityGold.com to learn more. That's HannityGold.com. Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance, and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Stay right here for our final news roundup and information overload. All right, news roundup, information overload hour. Toll free, by the way. Our number is 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the uh, program, uh, so much news going on. Uh, two big bombshell articles by investigative reporter uh, John Solomon that we'll get into along with the other news of the day in a second. Uh, the FBI keeps getting burned badly by their reliance on liberal sources. Uh, that's an understatement. Uh, and the other big article uh, that John Solomon broke is Lois Lerner 2.0 question mark. IRS's chilling dissent with interrogation of a nonprofit group. Uh, according to election integrity activists, in other words, are conservative nonprofits being treated differently than their liberal counterparts, especially in the questions that they're throwing out at conservative groups? Uh, pretty amazing. But just to bring you back in time, this wouldn't be the first time that we had abuse of power with the IRS. Remember, Lois Lerner refused to testify before Congress. She was held in contempt and the Obama Justice Department did nothing to hold her accountable. Listen. Ms. Lerner, in February 2011, you emailed your colleagues in the IRS the following. Tea Party matter, very dangerous. This could be the vehicle to go to court on the issue of whether Citizens United overturning the ban on corporate spending applies to tax-exempt rules. Counsel and Judy Kindell need to be on this one, please. Cincy should probably not, all in caps, have these cases. What did you mean by Cincy should not have these cases? On the advice of my counsel, I respectfully exercise my Fifth Amendment right and decline to answer the question. Ms. Lerner, why would you say Tea Party cases were very dangerous? On the advice of my counsel, I respectfully exercise my Fifth Amendment right and decline to answer that question. Anyway, and that went on and on and on. Uh, John Solomon is here with us now. Before we get to the FBI issue and the beautiful balloons flying all over the country and the world, apparently, uh, I wanted to get your your take on this. It very specifically uh, talks about targeting a a conservative uh, 
nonprofit group and the questions that they were being hammered with uh, seemed quite intrusive. And rightly, the organization is asking whether or not such questions are asked liberal nonprofit groups. Yeah, that's a great question. Listen, this is Lois Lerner meets the disinformation office. What you see in this IRS letter to this conservative education group is an effort to regulate speech, something that Congress never gave the IRS the power to have. They're now asking this conservative group, which, by the way, is just focused on education. Tell us how you're going to prevent unsubstantiated opinions, i.e. disinformation. Tell us how you're going to ensure that you're only going to give American people unbiased facts and fair opinions. Wait a second. That's all speech regulation. The IRS has no authority to regulate speech. Uh, This is a clear new effort by the Biden administration trying to build on the Obama administration's earlier IRS scandal to silence or to uh, hamstring conservative organizations by controlling what speech will be qualified in order to keep their tax-exempt status. This is very troubling. I've been talking to a lot of members of Congress today. They are deeply, deeply concerned that this is a revival of uh, the the efforts of the Obama administration a decade ago to stamp out conservative uh, nonprofit groups in America. So what is the status of the 87,000 new IRS agents, or more than doubling of IRS agents, that Joe Biden and the Democrats have accounted for? Now, we're about to have debt ceiling discussions. I would imagine Republicans are going to put financial, if, if they want a debt ceiling increase, Joe Biden will have to negotiate with the United Republican House. Uh, I've got to believe that this has got to be one of the top items that they would defund, don't you think? Absolutely. Uh, The way this worked, the fiscal year started in October. The deal that Mitch McConnell cut with the Democrats allowed the Biden administration to keep expanding the IRS and and keep building that army of 87,000 IRS agents. The House came in and already has passed legislation rescinding that authority. But until the Senate uh, approves that legislation and Joe Biden were to sign it, which he may not, uh, it's not going to have the power of law. So the real opportunity for Republicans to make good in that promise is to hold the line in the debt ceiling and tell Joe Biden, you want the debt ceiling raised, you get rid of those 87,000 agents. And that will bring all three people to the table, hopefully for a negotiated settlement. Joe Biden's going to need uh, to make a deal and we'll see how much he's willing to go on the IRS front. To, to see, I, I think that the Democrats and Biden and at the top have made a determination that they don't think the 222 Republicans will hold. Now, I like you, I have my sources and all the varying factions within the Republican House majority. And you have the Tuesday group and the study group and the Freedom Caucus and the Sunday group and the Monday night group and all this. I, I have sensed a certain resolve among all the groups that they understand that it's imperative that they've come up with an agreement themselves um, and that they're going to hold the line regardless of what the Democrats do. Once they get to that point, then any you know issues involving the full faith and credit of the U.S. government is going to be on the Democrats that refuse to negotiate. Yeah, that's exactly what my sources are telling, that the Republicans are determined not to negotiate against themselves. They're going to be unified. Whatever that position is, they got to work it out, and they are working it out now. And at that point, they go in, and Joe Biden can't divide and conquer, right? He can't play the demagoguery game like he did the other day with Medicare and Social Security, falsely suggesting Republicans want to get rid of it when they don't. Uh, that unity will be the key to getting a deal done. The art of the deal, like Donald Trump always speaks about, right? You need to know what your opponent's weakness is, what their biggest fear is, what their uh, greatest wish is, and then you negotiate towards those. 
the Republicans have to have a unity strategy before they get in the room with Joe Biden. And that's going on now. A lot of good conversations. And, you know, it's really interesting from the traumatic start that the Republican Party had that 15 vote House Speaker. You've seen a remarkably unified House Republican caucus in the first six, uh, six weeks. And most interestingly, on several occasions now, the House Republicans have been able to get a majority of Democrats to cross over and vote with them. They're not only uh, showing unity themselves, they're getting Democrats to sign on to some of the principles. You did an investigation. The headline of your article, justthenews.com, is the FBI keeps getting burned badly by reliance on liberal sources. And you start out your article making a list of them, the, the dirty Russian disinformation dossier that Hillary paid for. Uh, the suggestion that school parents were domestic terrorists from a far left leaning school board group or a list suggesting old fashioned Catholics are extremists from a liberal watchdog group on on hate speech. Um, and meanwhile, they ignore violence at pro-life centers around the country. And even though we know it's against the law to protest in front of a, a judge's house or a justice's house, the, the Garland DOJ and the Biden DOJ is has allowed that to happen repeatedly in spite of the obvious danger that took place in the case of Justice Kavanaugh. Yeah, that's such a great point. You you were the first person to jump on the real evidence that uh, there's a dual system of justice, and we've seen it over and over again. That dual system of justice starts with a common ignition, ignition point. The FBI keeps going and taking investigative leads from clearly partisan ideological liberal groups. And the great example that I use is the most recent one because it created a very big black eye for the FBI. The FBI last week had to withdraw an intelligence bulletin from its uh, Richmond office that suggested that Catholics who like the old Latin rights mass, the old, the old pre-Vatican II mass, that they somehow posed a white supremacist extremist threat just because of their religious beliefs. Now, and they went further. It suggested that agents start embedding themselves in Catholic groups, insinuating themselves in the free expression of religion to uh, root out these sort of extremists. Now, they pulled that memo back to great embarrassment. But when you dig into it, where did that information come from? It came from the Southern Poverty Law Center, a very liberal left-leaning group. And you take a look at the analysts, and there's these little code words in this um, memo that show just how woke some of the FBI uh, analysts have become. The reason they're citing uh, uh, left-leaning groups is because they themselves have uh, the same uh, belief in, in standards, uh, uh, beliefs and ideology. When this memo is written, they're talking about a woman who might be facing an abortion decision. Instead of calling that person a mother, they call them a birthing person, a uh, a pregnant person. They don't even say mother or woman. They call them a pregnant person uh, using... Well, my, my, my favorite is, I never thought I'd hear a congressional committee asking the question, can a biological man bear children? Answer, yes. I'm like, maybe I'm not keeping up with science, uh, John. Maybe you can educate me, but I don't know that that's a possibility. No. Now, listen, that's how far silly we've become. And when it, the danger is when it gets into a security agency like the FBI, that's where the weaponization begins. When you have people that have an ideology and they're turning to their ideological political partners to get the dirt to start an investigation, that's where we got in trouble with Russia collusion, where we got in trouble with treating parents as domestic terrorists and now treating Catholics as extremists. This is a system that has to be stopped and broken, uh, and yet it continues to persist. How many more examples are we going to have before Congress takes the right action and brings the FBI to the table?
All right, quick break more with investigative reporter and editor-in-chief at justthenews.com, John Solomon, as we continue. Then your calls. Uh, look, if you want to be a responsible gun owner, listen, you you got to make sure that you're competent and confident in your shooting ability. And here's the best part. The best shooters in the world do a majority of their training doing dry fire practice at home. By the way, that includes the Marine Corps, the Army, Special Forces, what you have with Mantis X is a firearms training system, no ammo. It's all electronic. Uh, you can practice and improve your shooting accuracy. If you really put the time in, you'll be a marksman in no time. You attach it to your own firearm like a weapon light, and you can use it at home, on the range, in the backyard. You can have a lot of fun with your friends and family. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes. And you're getting military-grade technology all at an affordable uh, price and you're going to love it and it's fun and everyone's going to have a great time and you'll be a responsible gun owner. Go to mantisx.com today. That's M-A-N-T-I-S-X.com. Unmasking the left and holding the right accountable for their promises. America needs Hannity now more than ever. This is the Sean Hannity Show. Immediately following the story's publication, America witnessed a coordinated campaign by social media companies, mainstream news, and the intelligence community to suppress and delegitimize the existence of Hunter Biden's laptop and its contents. That morning, Twitter and other social media companies took extraordinary steps to suppress that story. Twitter immediately removed the story and banned the New York Post account. Twitter also banned accounts who shared the story, including White House Press Secretary Kylie McEnany, and blocked its transmission via direct message. This episode marked the first time Twitter directly limited the spread of information from a mainstream news organization. And the New York Post would not get its account back for two weeks. Twitter would finally admit its mistake, but the damage had already been done. On October 19th, 51 former intelligence officials published a letter that Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation, which Joe Biden used as a talking point at a presidential debate on October 22nd. But we all know now this was not Russian disinformation. It wasn't disinformation. You know, a violent crime is committed in America every 24 seconds when it hits your doorstep. Well, one wrong decision could mean losing your home, your freedom, or even worse. And that's because just owning a gun is not enough anymore. Listen, you need a new way to protect yourself and your family. And what I'm about to tell you has never been shared here until now. Rob Chadwick, I've met him. He's the former head of training for the FBI at Quantico. That guy, yeah. Rob and the U.S. Concealed Carry Association, they have created a free video you need to watch so you can get ready for what is coming in 2024. This video is not for everyone. It has one of America's most important law officers giving tips that very few civilians ever get to hear, and it's available only for you, Sean Hannity listeners, for free for a limited time. Go to the website, defendfamily.com, and watch it for free right now. That's D-E-F-E-N-D, family, one word, defendfamily.com. All right, when is the last time you checked the legal title to your home? Now, what if your home's title, that's the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, if it is, that's called home title theft. 
Everybody's home title is online, and we have criminals all over the world that will forge your signature, and basically it's a race against time to stop them before they take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, my partners at Home Title Lock, they demonstrated how criminals can do it. Now, they found the title to Linda's home online, forged her signature, stating that she sold them her home when she did not. Now, some criminal was now the owner, and that's the reality So how do you know some criminal hasn't taken over the title to your home? Well, you can find out for free with sign-up when you use the promo code SEAN, S-E-A-N, and go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com, promo code SEAN, and your first 30 days of protection are free. Do it today. HomeTitleLock.com, promo code SEAN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know, a violent crime is committed in America every 24 seconds. When it hits your doorstep, well, one wrong decision could mean losing your home, your freedom, or even worse. And that's because just owning a gun is not enough anymore. Listen, you need a new way to protect yourself and your family. And what I'm about to tell you has never been shared here until now. Rob Chadwick, I've met him. He's the former head of training for the FBI at Quantico. That guy, yeah. Rob and the U.S. Concealed Carry Association, they have created a free video you need to watch so you can get ready for what is coming in 2024. This video is not for everyone. It has one of America's most important law officers giving tips that very few civilians ever get to hear, and it's available only for you, Sean Hannity listeners, for free for a limited time. Go to the website, defendfamily.com, and watch it for free right now. That's D-E-F-E-N-D, family. One word, defendfamily.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, today more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And by the way, who has the time? 
Now, HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud to help you and your family save. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Now, saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look. HealthLock, they make it simple and easy to find and fix any hidden medical bill error. Now, to save, go to their website. It's HealthLock.com. One word, HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. All right, we continue with uh, investigative reporter, uh, editor-in-chief at JustTheNews.com. John Solomon is with us. You know, I thought Jim Comer made a lot of great points uh, about how silence is deafening when it comes to his investigation of the Biden, you know, family syndicate and how much money they made. I, I would like to know and get a final answer. How much money did the Biden family make in deals with China and Russia and Ukraine? James Comer in his piece in the New York Post today you know, points out that Hunter Biden's attorneys, they were refusing to hand over any and all records about his overseas business dealings, claiming that the House Oversight Committee doesn't have the power to demand the documents. Uh, Abby Lowell citing a 2020 ruling by the U.S. Supreme Court that found House Democrats' demands for financial records and tax returns of then-President Donald Trump and his family were too broad. Uh, they're not asking for broad here. They're asking for very specific Our- and, you know, the President Biden's personal attorneys. All right. So they they now have taken on the DOJ's taken this posture. The FBI's taken this posture. The Biden family's taken the posture that there will be zero. Well, that's a great question. I think there's a bigger question that the congressional investigators and maybe now some uh, federal agencies are looking at. And that is why has the Justice Department and this U.S. attorney taken four to five years to pursue at least a tax case against Hunter Biden when the evidence of tax impropriety are sitting out in the open, right? There are emails on Hunter Biden's laptop where he's told you didn't pay your taxes on the Ukraine Burisma money. You're still all your taxes. You haven't paid your taxes. Years of warnings. That would be a slam dunk case for any other American. I think in the next few weeks, Sean, the big dynamic to watch is either a whistleblower or some form of new information coming out that explains why the Justice Department hasn't been able to pull the trigger on a very clear-cut case of tax uh, tax issues that you know even Hunter Biden himself acknowledges he's been under investigation for. I think we're going to learn some new things on that front. That question leads to the bigger question. How much money did they make in their influence peddling scandal? They were selling access. What's the total amount of money from each country? What is it? What do you think if, if, if well, we know, yeah, what was the exact number? We need to know. What Don't you believe, as I do, because Libya had apparently, according to all the reports that were out there at the time, a full dossier. They, they knew that Hunter Biden was a crack addict. They knew he liked prostitutes. Uh, they had all the intel on him. I can only imagine what the Chinese have on him and the Biden family and the same with the Russians. Uh, at any point, do they leverage their dossier against the Bidens? That is a great question, right? And you, you talk to some Americans. Why did we let that Chinese balloon go across our country? We didn't shoot it down to cut to the other side of the nation. And people could get, is it possible that Joe Biden's compromised? The mere fact that people now feel that because the body of evidence of influence peddling is so large, I think that is a big troubling question. Whether you're Democrat, Republican, Independent, 
there are so many Americans now that even wonder Joe Biden might not have shut that balloon down because he's compromised by China. That's how deeply uh, troublesome the, the family's relationships is. We're going to get big information this year. We're going to get uh, there's going to be bank records. There are going to be testimony. There's some cooperating witnesses that aren't public yet. But I think the fundamental question is why hasn't the Justice Department with clear evidence of, of tax issues not pre- finished up the tax case yet. Five years? It doesn't take five years to make a simple tax case. Great point. John Solomon, thank you. Justthenews.com investigative reporter. We'll have more on these stories also tonight on Hannity, 9 Eastern on the Fox News Channel. Quick break right back. Your call is on the other side. Straight ahead. Holding them accountable. Sean gets the answers no one else does. America deserves to know the truth about Congress. I-25 now to the top of the hour. Uh, all right, it's Valentine's Day. What is it? Tomorrow, Linda. Well, happy it Valentine's Day to everybody happy out there. Valentine's. Um, anyway, we want to share a little trivia with you. Did you know that before a baby is born, that their heart will beat approximately 54 million times? I mean, that's a pretty amazing statistic from our friends at Preborn, their pregnancy network. Uh, they have, using the science of ultrasound, saved over 200,000 babies because what they're showing is is that when women are expecting and they get to hear the heartbeat and they get to see 4D, you know, fingers and toes and facial features, uh, that the majority of women learning that there's something of incredible majesty growing within them that they they put aside the issue of abortion and by the way the great thing about preborn is that not one penny comes from the federal government like planned parenthood uh it's they're fully and completely dependent on the generosity of people in the pro-life community that believe in the sanctity of life that means people like us and the other thing is is they don't just do ultrasounds they help women if they have babies if they need for example help with formula uh, medical treatment, uh, diapers, whatever they need. They're there the entire way for them and after the time they have their baby. Anyway, you can help contribute uh, to this great cause. I'm going to be contributing to this cause soon. Uh, just dial pound 250, say the keyword baby, pound 250, keyword baby, uh, or just go to their website, preborn.com slash Sean. Um, anyway, so I was telling Linda uh, earlier, I think I told you over the weekend, when I spoke to you about the Super Bowl stuff, and what was funny is, uh, so I've been I've been battling this congestion, this bronchial, this this gunk, this junk, this whatever you want to call it. And anyway, so I finally, for the first time in my life, actually went to an ear, nose, and throat doctor. So this guy was pretty amazing. His background is incredible. And why are you laughing? Is because you think this is a funny story. I just um the amount of time you waited to see an ENT is just is shocking. Well, that's that's what he said, and he actually has a great term for people that use their voice to make their living, and he says they're voice athletes. Now, think of what an uh, the vocal cords, uh, the the stress and pressure that an opera singer might go through. Uh, he has dealt with some of the biggest names in mu- in the musical industry, and I'm not going to name drop here. Uh, so I go in, and he he. He knew who I was, but he wanted to know exactly what the symptoms were, my background. And then he gets to the question, when's the last time you, you've had your vocal cords checked? And I said, never. And he just stopped what he was doing. He looked at me and he goes, how long have you been? Yeah, 27 years. And you've never, ever checked your vocal cords? And it was, he was stunned. 
he couldn't believe it. I said, well, I mean, I, never... I was stunned. I, you know, I mean, you're telling me. Well, you're a singer. Like, You've had yours checked. I have. Yeah, I have. Okay. I mean, I sang I... For, for 15, 20 years and I was like, I mean, I started when I was really young, but even. By the way, it's, it sounds awful, but it's really not. They take this thing and they kind of numb your throat a little bit with lidocaine. It's no big deal. Last 15 minutes. Anyway, they take a tube and they run it up your nose and down your throat, right? to your vocal cords and and then he has you make certain sounds um to see how the vocal cords are now to my own stupidity you should never read dr google the night before you're gonna have any type of procedure or test because if you read dr google you know i'm looking at the potential of of nodules the potential of cancer uh, uh, nodules with potentially uh positive for cancer uh, polyps uh, that can alter your your voice if it has to be removed, um, paralysis of your vocal cords. I'm reading all of this. So I'm like walking into this guy's office thinking, uh, oh, the worst, because, you know, this has been a kind of sustained thing. Turns out that I have, you know, a combination of two things going on. One is I've got this this persistent cold that I'm trying to get rid of now. And, and prior to that, I had some conditions with the flu and they just kind of you know combined at the same time so it was bad timing for me anyway so it is the coolest thing though in the world when you actually can see this these vocal cords they're made of cartilage and they move um you know thank god they were in perfect condition and he just said to me why did you never think to get him checked and i said i never had a problem and i thought i needed it fixed he said, okay, I understand, uh, but I think you need to see me at least every year or two just to make sure everything's all right. I said, okay, uh, the odds of me going back are next to nothing unless I'm sick again. Well, you're laughing. You, well, I don't think that's I mean, the funniest story listen, ever. It's ridiculous. You know, first of all, I wasn't exactly sure what he was going to say. Of course, I'm thinking, oh, God, it's going to be something bad because, you know, you've had this sinus drip thing going on forever. And I, honestly, I feel like everybody's had the dang thing. But I was just like, oh, man, I'm like your horse, you know, and then for him to say that you're like, you're totally fine and like everything is good. I'm like, oh, really? I'm like, only only you could talk for 40 years for hours, hours, hours a day and be perfectly fine. Not to mention the amount of time that you're talking on the phone and doing business deals when you're not on the air. I was like, that's ridiculous. all true. Um, well, and then the funny thing is, I said, well, what I never have had congestion you know, issues like this, flu-like symptoms leading into the congestion, leading into the cough, leading into the hoarseness. He goes, I am seeing this now everywhere. And he said it's lasting forever. And I, my first thought, I didn't even bother asking him, is probably a result of people not getting colds, not getting congestion. Um, and now people are getting it and it's sustaining now for a longer period of time. And because people overuse antibiotics, et cetera, et cetera, it's had, nothing is having an impact on it. And he's, he's like, I have people writing this thing out for two, four, six, even eight weeks in some cases. I'm like, oh, man. That actually That's, really sucks. I feel bad for people, man. It's not, it's, it's just terrible. I know. Anyway, so, but you've well, had, I'm glad like, you're okay. That's really good, you know? Well, the night before, when you read everything that could possibly be wrong with it. But you always do that. You're, I mean, you do this to yourself all the time. You get yourself all worked up, no matter what it is that you think you have. And you do this hypochondriac day prior to any appointment that you have where you become Dr. Google, which is interesting since you say, I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to play one on radio and TV. But if I have my own appointment, I'm going to play one for 24 hours before no, I go not, in and have I'm the appointment. I'm not going to tell other people what they should do. Right. With you just do it to yourself and make yourself nuts.
Well, I mean, I want to prepare myself for what I might be facing. The absolute worst. I know. Absolutely. I know. No, it just, I got, it just I, I struck me how common these conditions can be. And it was just so unusual for me. Now, I've lost my voice a ton over the years. You have. Every single mm-hmm. time that we would go on the road, and, and some years we did over 60 events, I mean, at some point on that trip, I would, I would have to take prednisone to lower the, the inflammation in my vocal cords. It's very effective, but it is the worst medicine, and you don't want to take it unless you absolutely positively have to take it. You get right, exactly. flush, you get bloated, you get hungry, you can't sleep. It's just a horrible, horrible medicine, but you will be able to talk uh, because it's a, the strongest anti-inflammatory there is, um, but it's got terrible side effects from my view. All right, let's go but to Chad. But now you don't need it, right? Now you don't need it. No, that's good. a good thing. Not to interrupt. No, he you, said that's probably two weeks I'll be good. Um, that's awesome. did, by the way, did you make your wings, your air fried wings? For You know what I made, actually? I'm going to tell you what I made. I Spinach made. dip. No, I actually made mac and cheese. I made a five cheese mac and cheese. It was ridiculous. And we all needed some comfort food because the Eagles got spanked. So, you know, we needed a little something. Were you part of the group throwing over the cars and getting Oh, my them? God. Could you even? I'm what like, the hell was that all about? Um, what does that have to do with football? It, this is the problem with society today. There's no accountability. We do whatever we want. We're totally destructive because nobody's allowed to do anything. I, I, I want to go back to the days where people got locked up for doing stuff like that. You know, it was pretty amazing. And I got to give credit where credit is due. Um, this Super Bowl showed a lot of patriotism. I mean, a lot. And I was pretty impressed. I mean, you had the national anthem being sung. You had people crying, including the the Philly, uh, the Eagles coach um, during the singing of the national anthem. You had Patrick Mahomes going into the end zone before the game, taking a knee and actually praying. I saw that, too. There was a lot of patriotism interspersed in the in the coverage of the game. Um way more than I recall in recent years, and I thought it was somewhat refreshing. I mean, it's uh, awesome. I, the problem is is that why can't that be our normal? I think it, that's the problem. Well, it can be, but people don't want it to be. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, let's go to Chad is in Texas. Chad, how are you? Glad you called. Hey, Sean. Happy Monday after, afternoon to you and your team. And uh, the main hot-off-the-press uh, talking point as Bill O'Reilly would say, is the Monday coming off of Super Bowl. Really quickly before I get into that, last Tuesday, on the because your main forte is political talk, but you're like the whole newspaper you said before. Last Tuesday's State of the Union address was, it was blasphemous. Even the first, what, 45 seconds when President Compromise Joe forgot that the Senate is now being controlled by the Democrats, and he called... His longtime friend of, what, 45 years in the Senate, Chuck Schumer, the minority leader, from, from the get-go, you know it was going to be a disaster. I'll put a lid on it, but I wanted to have a little political commentary because that's your main thing. The Super Bowl, oh, my G-O-D, Becky, that is how a Super Bowl is supposed to be played, except for the last minute. You don't want to see it kneeling down and time click, uh, going off the clock and then a field goal to win it, but sometimes uh, that's just part of it. Great game back and forth. Patrick Mahomes is an absolute warrior. Uh, you know, mess, kind of tweaking his ankle again before halftime. As I've said before, just like in, in the 28 to 3 Super Bowl win that, you know, Tom the Goat Brady came back and won, those halftimes can be detrimental to the team that's going in with the lead. 
because instead of a 12-minute halftime or regular season, they are about 40 minutes, about 35 to 40 minutes. That team gets cooled off. Kansas City got the ball to start the half, came back and scored, saw the riding on the wall. They're going to come back and win the game. It was an absolute – more and more of these Super Bowls, it gets more patriotic. There's so much things that go into the Super Bowl. Everybody knows that Rihanna is now pregnant. They got behavior views, <laughs> half-time performance, and so – what I, some some people were critical of that. I'm like, why are you critical? I mean, good for her. She, I thought uh, I was happy for her. I think she's a, you know, look, some people were saying, I guess Stern was claiming this morning that she was lip syncing 85% of it. I did not see that. Linda, you're a singer. Did you catch that? I didn't see it. I mean, I'm sure they had some backup. I think when you're singing in an open arena like that, they always have tracks. It doesn't mean she wasn't singing. It just It just means that that wasn't the only thing. That's all. Yeah, I'm, listen, it's her voice. She's got a beautiful voice. She's a great singer. Um, I, I just, I'm, I don't want the politics in football or athletics. Keep it away. The more you keep politics out of it, I think the better it is for everybody else. And by the way, even the, the Super Bowl interview, Joe Biden, such a gutless wonder. He wouldn't sit down with Brett Bear for like 10 minutes and, and do a, a mostly friendly interview about sports and football and, and ask maybe three questions about balloons that are flying here, there, and everywhere and getting shot down. It's it's ridiculous. Anyway, I appreciate the uh, the call. But some, by the way, were you one of the Eagles fans that was upset with that last call? I have to say, in watching it, I mean, listen, you know, I, I well, you're going to really... get killed if you say what I'm going to say is that was definitely a hold. And not once he held him twice. No, he did. He held him twice. And it, you can't, you, I mean, listen, you look at it, you're like, okay, uh, you know, it, it's to use a pun. It's nice to Monday morning quarterback, but uh, you know, they're on the field. It's the game of their lives. Andy Reid is a great coach. You know, he used to be with the Eagles. I give him a lot of props, a lot of respect. And Sirianni's young. He's got a lot of years ahead of him. He can win another one. It's fine. It is what it is. Look, th- that play was clearly a receiver going to a set position. Once a player is held, there's no ch- the momentum. Uh, I mean, because these athletes are so fast, these wide receivers are so fast, including the safeties that cover them. But that was a timed play for that spot, and I guarantee you, Mahomes threw it exactly in the spot where, if he if he had not been held and his momentum continued, he probably would have caught that ball. That's I think my so. Guess. I think so. And and listen, they're a great team. They played a great game. Um, you know, Mahomes being injured and still being out there and, and pushing as hard as he was. I mean, I, I give all those guys a lot of props. There's only one guy that I didn't like on their, on their team. And, um, that was one of the, I'm going to get his last name wrong. The Kelsey brothers. Is that, was that who they were? Yeah. Kelsey. Why? Yeah. He, he just, he did an after game interview with Mahomes and he was really, he was a lot. He was really rude and he wasn't gracious. And I'm like, you know, sometimes you got to be respectful, even when it's hard and just try and do it. He couldn't do it. He couldn't get out of his own way. It was, it was sad to watch. That did not bother me at all. And his brother's on the Eagles, which is, you know, pretty fascinating. This is for General Van Herc. Uh, because you still haven't been able to tell us what these things are that we are shooting out of the sky, uh, that raises the question, um, have you ruled out aliens or extraterrestrial? 
terrestrials? And if so, why? Because that is what everyone is asking us right now. Hey, thanks for the question, Helene. I'll let the intel community and the uh, counterintelligence community figure that out. I haven't ruled out anything uh, at this point. We continue to assess uh, every threat or potential threat unknown that approaches North America uh, with an attempt to identify it. All right, Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern on the Fox News Channel. How is it we don't even know balloons are flying over our airspace half the time? Anyway, Mark Esper, John Ratcliffe will join us. Also, Ryan Graves, a former Navy pilot who claims to have encountered a UFO, testified to Congress. Senator Ted Cruz uh, will give you an update on the hazard that is now the airspace in East Palestine, Ohio. Uh, Geraldo, John Solomon, Greg Jarrett, Reince Priebus, 9 Eastern. News you never will get from the media mob. Hannity on Fox. We'll see you then. Back here tomorrow. Thank you for making this show possible. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.